He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of firstfruits of all he created. James 1, verse 18. Welcome to Canaan Bound Podcast, a podcast designed to offer the Christian rest during life's journey. Canaan Bound Podcast features devotional segments by pastors serving in the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod, along with church history, mission news, and music by various Christian artists who support our teaching. My name is Philip Wells, and this is episode number 93. We begin today with the Canaan Bound Devotion with Pastor Tom Barthel. Born again. To be his prized possession. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. James 1, verse 18. Do you ever wonder how much God values you? Me? Important to God? Why would God want me? I know that I have done things which I'm not proud, but ashamed. And I sometimes forget how important God is to me until the bad things happen. You are highly valued by God. He calls you a first fruit of all he created. The gardener gets most excited about the best first fruit crops. The gardener prizes the tall stalks of corn, the delicious melons, the most flavorful tomatoes. God has made you to be most important in his sight. He has taken away your wrongs, faults, and all your guilt. He placed it on Jesus. God himself prized you by graciously paying the cost of his own blood. Our sins are washed away. No, he didn't do this because you were a good seed. Yet in mercy, he chose to give us new birth. And God gave you just what you needed for new life, the refreshing water of life. Through his word you know and trust God. With his word he works fruits of faith in you. Your life of thanksgiving is acceptable and pleasing to God through Christ Jesus. Nothing else in all of creation has any more value to God than you. A redeemed and reborn first fruit. You are prized and valued by God. You belong to Him. You are free to now live for Him and by His Spirit produce fruit. And you will Live with him in his perfect Eden forever. Lord, let me never lose sight of the great value which you have placed on me through Jesus. Thank you for my new birth through your word of truth. Amen. Hold on to that scripture. James 1 verse 18. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of firstfruits of all he created. And now, Koine's song, Two Shepherds as They Watched by Night, from their album, Emmanuel Lux. Two shepherds as they watched by night Appeared a host of angels bright Behold the tender babe, they said, in yonder lowly manger lay. 
Now, Pastor Mark Falk takes us again to 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 6 to 7. Gold. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. NIV 1984 Gold is king. When things get uncertain in this world, investors flee to gold. The dollar has long been a haven of security for people the world over, whose currencies don't have the clout or confidence of the greenback. But there are times when the greenback loses some of its luster. In this world, gold never really loses its luster. It hibernates, but then it comes back again. Still, you can't eat gold. You can't drink it if there's no water in your reservoir or well. And there are times when gold becomes fool's gold. Peter writes of a different gold, a better gold, the gold of faith. This is a currency that never loses its value. He writes to people who may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trial. We won't consider at length what it meant to be a Christian in the Roman world in the first century. You can find that in a history book. It was not easy. No one would at that point join the church for economic benefit or business connection. But that day is not unique. Christians in every age suffer trials. From Job to David 
to Peter to the 21st century. In a day when too many preachers have become prophets of glory, Peter is a preacher of the cross. Apart from the persecution that still exists in many parts of the world, every Christian still suffers trials. Some endure financial ruin. Others watch their family fall apart. Some have enduring health issues, which all the wonders of modern medicine cannot solve. Others wake each morning and go to bed each night with the heavy weight of internal struggles, from anxiety disorders to depression. Almost all have unfulfilled dreams and hopes. There are trials in the Christian life. Trials try us, test us. And what is the goal? When they do their work, they drive us back to the Word, to Christ. We see His cross again and rejoice that He bore that cross. It is too heavy for us. We think about the meaning of life, and while we may still find joy and family and earthly blessings, trials teach us to look beyond this life. This life will fail us in the end. It is the wrong currency. But gold is king, the gold of your faith. Trials which come from God are not intended to destroy your faith, only to purify it. And they are often trials by fire. Tremendous losses that buckle our knees and make us cry out for mercy. But when our faith is purified, it has no illusions about life. It rejoices in food and family and the temporary pleasures of this life. It does not worry, or should not, about tomorrow, but rejoices in the gifts of today. But it knows they are temporary. True faith does look forward to eternity. It knows that every sorrow of this life will be more than matched by the inheritance waiting for us in heaven. This inheritance is bought and paid for. The resurrection of Jesus Christ guarantees that the cross is not the end. The cross has opened the gate to heaven. Faith holds on to that hope no matter what the trial, no matter how the gold of our faith is heated and melted and purified in the fires of this life. Gold is king, and your faith, this gift of God, is true gold. And now we join Pastor Timothy Smith with God's Word for You. God's Word for You, Job 31, verses 9 to 15. If my heart has been enticed by a woman, or if I have lurked at my neighbor's door, then may my wife grind another man's grain, and may other men sleep with her. For that would have been wicked, a sin to be judged. It is a fire that burns to destruction. It would have uprooted my harvest. Job is continuing his closing argument. Earlier, he had confessed that he had kept himself from lust. And here he says he also did not commit adultery. It's good for people of all cultures and times to be reminded that even as ancient a man as Job knew that both lust and adultery are sins that displease God and call his wrath and judgment down on mankind. Job also knows that infidelity damages a marriage. And this this leads Job to a, a short interlude about sin's consequences. Sin is a fire that burns to, to abaddon, he says, destruction, and causes all of our harvest, uh, the Hebrew uh, tabua, the income a man receives from the, from, the, from the earth through his fields. All of that harvest is going to get pulled down by the roots. Sin ruins our hopes, our plans, our dreams, and everything in our lives. This is only one solution, or there, there rather, is only one solution to sin. And that doesn't come from inside any one of us. It comes from Jesus Christ alone. Job continues, 
If I have denied justice to any of my servants, whether male or female, when they had a grievance against me, what will I do when God confronts me? What will I answer when called to account? Did not he who made me in the womb make them? Did not the same one form us both within our mothers? Job knows that before God there are no distinctions between human beings. One man is held in the same regard as another. God doesn't give favors to either the rich or the poor. Job has been God's servant with responsibility for many servants, and he has not treated them unfairly. Job also acknowledges that God is the creator of men and women within the wombs of their mothers. Job understands that life comes from God and that it isn't an accident. Praise God for the gift of your life. Praise him for giving you your family and your circle of friends. Praise him for giving you a church home where the gospel is preached in all of its truth and purity. God has planted you like a tree beside a canal and he has traced and a canal that he has traced with his own finger in the dust to bring you the living water of his forgiveness and eternal life. You are truly blessed. So bless the Lord your God with your life today. In Christ I'm Pastor Tim Smith. This is God's word for you. To end today, we have a song from the Martin Luther College Choir, Jesus My Joy. Martin Luther College or MLC, is the College of Ministry and Training for the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod. The choir is directed by Dr. Kermit Moldenhauer, and we thank him for sharing the song with us this week.
You have been listening to Cannonbound Podcast, episode number 93. This podcast was first shared in December of 2014. Visit CanaanBoundPodcast.com to learn how you can support the Ministry of the Wells and find links to the artists featured on this show. Once again, my name is Philip Wells. It was a privilege to be your host for this episode. We encourage you to visit wells.net to find a Wells ministry location near you. Thank you for listening.